me, LGBT stands for let God burn them. Right. But you say, well, it's LGBTQ. Well, then you could say let God burn them quickly. I hate homosexuals. You understand me? Hey, my name is Eric McCoy, and, and this is a brand new show. And I have my co-host, Lana Curie. We are going to title this Walk a Mile in My Shoes, right? That's what we're titling this. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Because, and I, and I think of this because of the lack of empathy, you know, that falls within our country, within our cities, our society, uh, and, and the world. And, you know, some of what you're going to see in this show is to seek out some of the most hateful individuals that are spreading false information. And what I think is actually going to be really fun is to break down this information and to see what we can make of it. Right, Lana? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, absolutely. so I'm going to mention really quick. So Lana is a transgender female to male, um, who lives in a Bible state. <laughs> One of the biggest. <laughs> yeah. So obviously has to face the possibility of hatred within the religion that promotes a God that is all loving. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and so I wanted to begin this show um, to show you a quick video of a pastor in Arizona. Wow, we're going out west. Now, to me, LGBT stands for let God burn them. Right. But you say, well, it's LGBTQ. Well, then you could say let God burn them quickly. I thought that I had heard them all. Now, I'm living in the Bible Belt, and I haven't even heard that one. So that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and, and you know, that that little audience that he had you know probably is so brainwashed by by this man's take because as we we both know that's not uh biblical i, I don't know that's that's not there um but you know what do we talk about when we talk about how hate is perpetrated you know hate is hate is is made over time and and it's 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 people like this in all honesty, that 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 can get scary for many people in Absolutely. Many different communities. Because I bet he's got some black jokes and some brown jokes and some Indian jokes and some, you know, I'm sure he's got a lot. Unless that was his best punchline ever. And he's thinking, my best joke made it on the internet. What? My best <laughs> joke. That's I got a lot of this one. guy. I've got a lot of videos of this guy. This guy is is filled with hate. And it's funny wow. because, you know, it's funny to me because, you know, when you look at, you know, what is Christianity? Right. I mean, what is the premise of it? Right. And I want to show you another one really quick, um, which is, uh, which kind of leads us into the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. um, and this is obviously where a lot of this hatred evolves from. Absolutely. But I want to kind of break it down a little bit. Okay. Right. So let me show you this video real quick. Let's do it. The government should do their job. Right. Instead of running radar on the interstate, why don't you go arrest some queers? How about that? Somebody stands <laughs> up, oh, I'm LGBTQ. Here's how it should work. 
It shouldn't work where we go out and we enforce the laws because the Bible says the powers that be are ordained of God and God has instilled the power of civil government to send the police in 2019 out to these LGBT freaks and arrest them and have a trial for them. And if they are convicted, then they are to be put to death. You understand that? It is a capital crime that should be uh, uh, carried out by our government. Not Christians, unless you're a policeman. What? You know what I mean? You know what? It should be your responsibility to carry these things out. You bring them to the judges, and you let the judges hear the calls, and you put that animal to death. Why not you, big man? (laughs) I mean, I love that one. He says, well, this is what should happen, and the dramatics are great. This is what should happen, but not by the Christians. Not by (laughs) the Christians. Not by the Christians. No, let's give it away. You know, okay, so this is what is funniest to me, okay? (laughs) When you go back to, and again, a lot of this stuff comes from, you know, uh, Leviticus. Mm -hmm. You know, Leviticus is, you know, these rules, right? Yeah. But what I find interesting, too, is that there's so much left out. Oh, so much. I mean, this is the epitome of pick and choose. Right. 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 You know, in Exodus, right. Going back a little bit, Exodus 31, right. You shall keep the Sabbath for it's holy. Right. If you profane it, you're to be put to death. Absolutely. How many people work seven days a week, seven days a week. And, and let's not forget what, what about the whole sell everything, give, give all your property to the poor. Um, You know, we, we, we all, pick and choose. And I know that, you know, we in, in different communities of different minority communities are accused of doing the same thing. But, I, but I think that when, because I mean, let's just, I live in the South. So everything for me goes back to slavery. We did that to systematically begin to make people come into their the mentality of slavery i think it's a it's a harriet tubman quote that says um and i'll probably butcher it so nobody please come after me but if it she says i saved over a thousand slaves and could have saved thousands more if only they had realized they were slaves that's because of that mindset she's talking about the mindset well we started that by picking and choosing out of the Bible. Absolutely. Because if God said it, it must be true. And, you know, we had two Bibles in that time. We had the white man's Bible and we had the Negro Bible, which took out now. And we've got to acknowledge this to where we took out everything that would actually remind them that they were children of God, that that they too had. They left a lot of the New Testament. A lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> we and leave, we, we leave in the Old Testament, you know, yes. a lot of the stuff, right? Yeah. But even like, you know, with, you know, like if you, if you insult your father, right? Or mother, you're to be put mm-hmm. to death. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, whoever lies with a beast, <laughs> I don't know what the beast is, <laughs> shall be put to death. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Um, I don't know who the beast is, though. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they could tell us. I'm sure they, they would say it to me. <laughs> yes. Know, who's to uh, know? You know, if a man commits adultery, right? 
with them. Just looks. It just looks at another woman with with the with lust in his eyes. Yes. Now that goes to now that goes back to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, on Sermon on the Mount. You know, Jesus mm-hmm. said, "Yes, if you look at lust, you have committed adultery." Right. Um, there's a lot of things too in Leviticus that I sort of and that really define it and show to me that some of it's very time sensitive. You know, we, we had discussed a little bit of that yesterday in the brief conversation we had. And, 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 you know, I, I, I see that and I feel that that's actually, you know, very true. I think that, I think that what we're talking about too, when we go biblical, and this is a very hairy subject on both sides, on every side, because I think it's true. We can all find places that, that, where we can demoralize, and I think this is the beauty of the Bible, but I think that we can use, pick and choose things, because who's the ultimate authority in in our, let's just say, use our country. The ultimate authority is the Christian God. So if God says it, and, and that's how we, if we go in search for something that, that moves with our ideals, and it's almost like the algorithms that we have now, what we watch, it shows us more of. So if we, when we go in search of something, we will always find it. And, and I believe that while it can be freeing, it's very dangerous, but I also think it's confusing for reasons that cause each of us to search our hearts. I think it causes each of us to go back to the divine within. I think I know for me as a trans man, because of being raised in a Christian religion, and I won't give it so much to that. My parents, my grandparents were Episcopalian. They never pushed anything on me, but I went to a lot of different types of churches throughout my young life. And every time I went, Every it was all geared for me to keep this shameful secret to the point where I felt like God just birthed me into the world as a joke, birthed me into the world. And I couldn't really understand a God that would would give me from my earliest memory this affliction uh, of of being like this. And, And why would a loving God create someone to be miserable all their life? Because we, we look at life from our own perspective, our own experience, our own perceptions. And, and when we do that, we see the world a certain way. And, and so when we beat other people down with our opinions, I think we can get like this guy, like, you know, I'd say both of the men that we've seen on these videos, they're drunk with their own power. They're in love with the sound of their own voice. They're in love with their dramatics. They're in love with people to follow them and, and give them the self-worth that says, I believe what you say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the most important things that someone that was very religious and didn't like me very much and was very outspoken about it told me is that the number one thing that the Bible says is that if you take the word of someone else about the Bible and they're lying to you, then you are, you are in a worse position. You are sinning more if you don't go look at it yourself. Mm -hmm. So how many people are just sitting in pews to this day, 
listening to a pastor's political agenda um, or his own fear agenda, his own propaganda? You know, that's that's my question. Well, and that's the scary part is, I mean, are these people being led? Right. You know, I mean, if you want to say led to hell, <laughs> right? You know, They're the, the thing it. on Leviticus, right? So Leviticus is, and, and those areas within Leviticus are noticed, like, they call them like the code of holiness, mm-hmm. right? And they're, so they're like a collection of, you know, secular, ritualistic, moral, and, you know, festival regulations that are in the Old Testament, right? And this code, and again, this goes back to kind of time specific, stresses that the people of Israel, right, are separated from the rest of the world because Yahweh or God yeah. has chosen them, right? Yeah. So, you know, they're to demonstrate their unique election of, you know, disassociating themselves from worldly things, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the, you know, it basically includes, you know, like regulations for animal sacrifices. We don't do that. Right. You know, eating, cleanliness, right? Priestly conduct. Yes. It identifies speech and obviously sexual regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it also, you know, there are a, a list of days that are to be held sacred, laws concerning the sabbatical, right? Yep. Year, yep. Um, and where the Israelite slaves were to be freed. And, you know, so there's, there's a time-specific scenario to this. Yes. And so when you go through these and these people talk about how they live by the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. They live by everything that's within it. Okay. Well, one of the things in Leviticus, and let's see if they actually do this, do not cut the hair at the sides of your head or clip off the edges of your beard. Let's take a look at, at how their beards look. Yes. <laughs> I don't have any advice for homosexuals except to put a bullet in your own head so that you don't molest my kids or anyone else's kids. That insane. I mean, how do you even correlate that? How do you go from from homosexual to molesting my kids? Exactly. And this is the scary belief system that especially in my state, we talk about gender neutral bathrooms that we we are just like, you know, gauges uh, we're looking around for children we consume children the scary part is eric that these people really believe that and what's even more sad and scary is that this man has children yes. and that this fear this this hate is being absolutely imprinted on these kids i want to tell you that a couple of years ago well it's been more than a couple of years ago now i think it's probably been like probably, wow, it's probably been 10 years ago now. Um, well, I went to a, a pride, an out, a place I live in North Carolina, it's called Out Raleigh. And I went, and as soon as we rounded the corner to the street where this was taking place in front of the Capitol, I see these small children. There, there are religious people out, of course, you know, there's always less of them. But they have their signs and faggots burn and we're all going to hell. And I saw the face of this one child. It made me just break down in tears that here's this child that must be under eight years old holding this sign. It's completely hot outside. He's miserable. And the, his sign 
says that faggots are going to burn. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm assuming that this must be his parents that are standing by him also, also raging out these slurs. And I thought, this is our next generation yep. of hate monger. Yep. Absolutely. And he doesn't even understand what he's holding or what the words mean. Is how is that not abuse? Well, and the sad, and that's the sad part. Again, I mean, when when people teach religion, they pick and choose what they want you to, to know, um, and they leave out the rest. You know, yeah. I mean, the greatest example, and probably what he's referring to, is Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, oh, right? and the story yeah. of Sodom and Gomorrah. But the but here's the problem with this: go to Ezekiel, right? Mm-hmm. Ezekiel yep. sixteen forty nine, right? Yep. It says now Explains this was the it. sin of your sister Sodom, Absolutely. right? She yes. and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not yes. help the poor and the needy. Absolutely. So why Absolutely. was why was that city destroyed? It had nothing to do with homosexuality. It had nothing to do with it. nothing to do with it. They weren't. And the helping. reason. They weren't. They weren't helping, and they had become over consumers of everything. They, you know, when the men came to Lot, Lot stands up for these two strangers in a strange land who are now about to be gang raped by the men of this of, of the people of this city. You know, bring them out that we may know them. Well, what I've come to understand is that to in that context to know them meant to know them intimately which meant lot was protecting them but also offers his virgin daughters you know in in place of these two men now we know that these two men are supposed are you know were angels sent to take lot from the city but i think in that story it shows us why because lot too was considered an outsider mm-hmm. and because he was not of Sodom and he had, it was fairly new there. And so, but, but as we see the heart of Lot, who is standing up for people that he sees that are like him, you know, to a new city, you know, and, and he's going to stand up for these people. That's why Lot's being led away from this whole situation when everyone else is about consumption and consuming. And I'm so grateful that you brought that up because that's what I get hit with the most if i could tell you any bible story that's the one that i've been attacked with the most yep and again it's because we pick and choose right and then how do you come to that though because you know again you then you go to you know again jesus new testament testament you know he said but i say if you are even angry right with someone you're subject to judgment right if you call someone an idiot you're in danger of being brought before the court, right? If you curse someone, you're in danger of the fires of hell. Now, is that being taught to the kids? Absolutely not. You know, absolutely Um, not. And, you know, and then, you know, then you can even go to, you know, what are the greatest commandments that were given, right? You know, love the Lord thy God with all the heart, with all the soul, with all the mind, the first and great commandment. The second is like unto it, right? Thou shalt yes. love thy neighbor as thyself. Absolutely. It's not just like you love your straight neighbor, love your, um, you know, uh, whatever neighbor. Don't love, love your neighbor, neighbor if he's living up to your standards or what you feel is is right. 
you know, it doesn't say that it says this and you're right. And, and what are we, why is it? I wish that we could, I wish that people could get away from using something else to try to cover their own fear or their own ignorance. And when I say ignorance, I don't use it as a, as a slur or, or, a, or a put down. I mean, in anything that we don't know about yep. is, is ignorance upon us. Yep. You know, there's many things I'm ignorant about, but the one thing I'm not ignorant about is that I know <clears throat> that I'm a child of, of God. That's what I believe and what I know. I've had many experiences throughout my life where I've been beaten mercilessly Mm -hmm. with the Bible. I spent an entire year in in the epitome of my teenage hell, Mm -hmm. trapped in a Christian girl's home where we didn't even do anything outside, nothing secular, no secular movies, no secular um, music, no going out doing secular things unless we're surrounded by the group. Um, And I was put out of that place because God told them I was a lesbian. I didn't even know what the word meant. And, and so there, there is just hypocrisy that is so involved in, in, in so much. I remember being taken in front of churches, being prayed for, prayed over, almost having to go through something that was almost like an exorcism, almost. And and I'm, I'm I'm a kid, and I'm a kid not understanding anything except for why would this God you're telling me about make me this way to be tortured? What have I done anywhere that has now made me like this? And and the thing that he says about put a bullet in your head. Well, that's happening to people because of hate like that. That's happening to people because of, 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 of this fear and this mongering because people are feeling ashamed. They're feeling like they have to, they have to sacrifice feeling comfortable in their life for something they cannot help. Cause God knows you try to help it. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, let's just be honest. You try your best to help it. And when it gets to the place where you're already living in hell, what does it matter anymore? And that's, that's, that's the, that's kind of the sad part. And I went through a lot of that where I stopped praying and I, I distanced myself from God because of what I'd been told, not because of what it really is, but because of what I'd been told through hate mongering and abuse. And I call that religious abuse and religious abuse in this country is a real thing. And I think it's in the world everywhere, but it's terrible. Well, one thing, one thing that Jesus was very adamant about and spoke highly on was false prophets. Yes. Right. Matthew 7, 15, right. said, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. Yes. Inwardly are ravenous wolves. Absolutely. And here's what I like about this, right? It goes on, you know, you will recognize them by their fruits. Mm-hmm. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Mm. Okay, so every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. Yes. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear 
good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. Before I mention, and I want to bring up what, what is actually defined in the Bible of what the spirit is, right? The fruit of the spirit. I want to show you another video yeah. and we'll see if this guy fits in with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't choose that, hey, in the end times, before the second coming of Christ, we're going to have to be ripping face about a bunch of perverts and homos. I didn't choose this fight. This fight has come to us. And you know what I say? Bring it on! <laughs> so, well, I, I want to mention here, okay? And this is in Galatians, right? 522, right? Talks about what is the fruit of the spirit? Okay. Because Jesus says, right? He talks about, you know, the false prophets and you're going to recognize them by their fruits, right? Yes. So Galatians 522 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, yes. gentleness, self-control, Against such things, there is no law. Mm. Mm. What the fuck? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can, without a doubt, recognize a diseased tree and its fruit by, by this man. And, and my gosh, he is really really getting his rage out just behind this this pulpit i mean really i often think how shocked he's going to be when he finds out that i mean i, I hope I, you know who knows what truly happens you know but surely at some point and i think most religions have actually have this part about you know once you have your physical death that there is this moment where you get to see your life i kind of hope it's that way mm -hmm. you know because I, I you know whatever is is after whatever we do after i i would like to know myself different places that i could grow and do better but I think of the faces on these people when they are sitting there going, but wait a minute, I thought, I thought you said, or, you know, I, I just think it's going to be, oh, to be a fly on the wall in that, you know, in that moment. Absolutely. Because I don't see anywhere in the Bible that condones this stuff. I mean, you know, again, I mean, Leviticus is the is obviously the one used that they shall be put to yes. death, right? If if um, man's you know, it doesn't say anything about women though. Yeah. You know, Leviticus does not say anything about women, so um, so it, the women women oh. with women is okay. But yeah, well, these guys would have a different. Yeah, they'd have a the same take. They'd be like, hey, but two girls, uh, you know, it, it, probably you know, <laughs> in the right circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and, you know, the other one that really comes out to is in Romans, right? In Romans says, you therefore have no excuse. You who pass judgment on someone yes. else for what, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself because and that's you who pass truth. judgment do the same things. That's the honest truth. And do you know, Eric, in my own life, in my own awakening, in my own 
path to my, my journey to healing my own self. You know that I, I actually watch myself for this on a daily basis. And as a human being, I notice that I judge little things about people all the time. And I have become aware because of that very same scenario, that same, because I love the Bible. I mean, I, I think that, that it holds so much for, for, for me, it holds so much for me, so much learning and just so many ways that I can be the best version of me. Yep. It's just when I had to take, I had to take my plugs out of outside people, giving me their agenda with it. And I had to dive into it and find my own agenda that felt aligned to me. And, and, and so I do this every day in my life. And that's the most hip, it's such so much hypocrisy when I experience somebody else's judgment on a daily basis for them, number one, thinking it's okay for them to imagine, question, or damn what they think that I do in my bedroom. Yeah. They think that I have such a more active life, and, and most of us, than we actually probably do. You know, I mean, if we lived in the minds of some of these folks, Holy gosh, we wouldn't get anything else done in the world except, you know, and so, hell. absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, if I feel like it's my duty because I cannot stand hypocrisy, it's my duty to watch myself in the most smallest of ways, judging another person and then asking myself, what about that person's whatever I'm judging at the moment, be it the outfit, be it the words, be it whatever. What about that makes me uncomfortable? Yeah. And the thing about this, and I see because today has brought me to this moment where I see how much that work has, has really worked in my life is that I'm watching these guys here, you know, and I'm seeing this hatred and I still don't do anything but love these guys because, you know, to me, they make me think they're so miserable. They're so caught up in anger. They've got a cause and yep. they're, they feel purposeful. Yep. How sad is that? Yeah. It, you know, I mean, cause again, we could probably sit here and say, are we judging these people? We you know? could. And, you know, and I don't think we are because all, so. all that I'm doing is I'm looking yeah. at it from, okay, so they're utilizing the Bible yes. as this excuse for the condemnation and everything yes. that you do, but it doesn't fit with, with what I see. I mean, that's no. really what it comes down to. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It, it doesn't really fall in line, you know, with, uh, you know, with, <laughs> with the way that I interpret. And that's the problem with religion though, you know, yeah. Yeah. religion is all interpretation. You know, this is the way yes. I see it, it's the way you see it, you know, um, and but I don't, I have a hard time picking and choosing, you know, what to, you know, it's like, you can't do that. If you're going right. to say, I believe in the, the one guy from uh, that all, all uh, Christian all scripture. Yeah. All scripture church, <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they live within the um, King James version of the Bible. Right. And so they're still missing a lot. They're still missing a lot. What's funny about it is his website, right? I went to his website, okay? Oh, no. And it, there's a huge part in there on homosexuals, right? We And it says, we believe that sodomy, so that's homosexual, is a sin that is against nature. 
A person will only burn in their lust toward the same gender if they have been given over to a retrobate or rejected mind. God said homosexuality should be punished with the death penalty as set forth in Leviticus 2013. No homosexual will be allowed to attend or join all scripture Baptist church, right? But this is what becomes funny to me. The next, then another area of it says, we reject the teachings of Calvinism and believe that God wants everyone to be saved. Okay. Wow. As salvation is by, is by grace through faith. Being born again by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ is the only requirement for salvation. Wow. Those that are saved have eternal security. Once saved, always saved. So I, I find a conflicting, contradictory statement here because it's by grace, grace through faith. It doesn't say salvation is by straight heterosexual grace through faith. It's salvation is by grace through faith. Being born again by believing on the Lord Jesus is the only requirement. Absolutely. Homosexuals can do that too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And therefore, that if that doesn't, if that doesn't throw up red flags for anyone who's seeking this out, that this is an agenda yep. based on uh, one um, verse, one verse in the Bible. Just one. Yeah. And I think that if we probably went back and 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 had the true ability to go back to the original text, I also I, I would love to see what the original text, because yeah. as we know, I mean, we know in everyday life, I work with with many, many Spanish speaking people that doesn't translate no. exactly the same way, because anytime I've asked somebody will will translate that for me, they give me kind of a, a statement right a rough the version. words absolutely yep. to make me understand yep. what you know by by using my language because if they laid out the words the words do not and all up. languages are that way spanish and, is the same thing you know absolutely my, my, my wife's family is you know from chile and uh and so sometimes her dad will say something in spanish and then she'll she'll be like well, it's kind of like, you know, yes. describe it a little bit. Yes. There's not, there's not the exact word. And you're right, 100%. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, we don't know exactly what that says. I don't I, don't I don't speak it. I don't understand it. I would love to, though. That would be kind of Yes. Cool. I think um, it'd be amazing. And we may come up with a completely different story. Not completely different, but enough of a difference to where it may not mean exactly what's being said here. And do you know that I still don't think that even if you brought this, this, either one of these men, or even maybe someone in their congregation, if you brought to them the original version, and it said, well, we've been believing wrong this whole time, it really it, doesn't say, it, I, wouldn't. it wouldn't matter. No, it, it wouldn't. would not matter. Because not at all. This is an agenda. This yeah, and it's, is an it's agenda. a hate that they have. Absolutely. And I think they're probably homosexual themselves in the closet. It, that it, it could very well be because I remember in high school, I would, when people would say something about, I was protested the loudest, you know, that's the, you know, those who are protest the loudest, but I don't know if we well, would it's let like anybody in. that says, well, it's a choice. Well, how do you know? Oh. 
How do you know uh, it's a, I mean, obviously there, there must be something within you to be able to say that it's a choice. <laughs> well, I put exactly because I put it to, I think I remember I was talking to my mom a very long time ago and, and I said, well, I said, let's just go through this scenario. I said, you wake up tomorrow and the norm is that you must be a lesbian. How would you then go about your life? Could you just choose to go and, and lay down and be a lesbian from here on out? Well, no, of course not. Yeah. Well, so I'm thinking Nobody these pastors had to have had sex with men so they could choice. say, so they could say, you know what? You're right. I'm going to make a choice to not do yep. it. Yep. I don't like this. So I'm going to make a choice. Yeah. yeah. I didn't prefer it. It wasn't we figured my it out. I think we did. <laughs> I think that we have come up with it. <laughs> and we got the answer, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This it is just so fascinating to me. It is. Hate is fascinating. It really is. In a lot of ways, Um, because it just doesn't make sense in so many ways. See, and you also live in a very conservative state, too. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, probably a lot of Trump people. Many, many. Uh, You know, and and I. You live with, are there a bunch of people still thinking that Trump's president? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's some that just aren't buying. They're not buying it. They're, they're just not buying it. <laughs> and, you know, I think that, you know, and, and, and we get into to this, I think that that we are in such a shift in the world, just like from biblical times, there have been shifts, constant shifts in in consciousness, which which God is God is not a man. You know, God is a consciousness of you know, one big consciousness. God is not a man. And for, for people like this, they, I, I think they somehow take that, you know, we've been made in the image of God and have shifted it around where they've made God in their image because, well, I mean, obviously with Jesus, you know, um, of of the, the Trinity. Right. Right. Uh, But yeah, God, the father Mm -hmm. is, is, I, I don't picture that as a man. Right. I don't see Gandalf look, you know, gray hair, you know, big Long beard, robe. Right. Yeah. See, we all got the same idea. Sandals. <laughs> yes. Don't forget the sandals. <laughs> but we're shifting in in consciousness and evolving. And, and we have to know and believe that, that that has happened too. I mean, I see women every day that, that are wearing makeup, that have short hair, that, you know, in, in the, in the old Testament area area was also a a, a sin. I I see women standing up because they were made people too. And I think that, and it all comes in the evolution. And as we evolve past so much hate, it's got to boil up to the surface. I I love what my friend Martin John said. I'll never forget this. He's a profound guy. And he says, I want to know where they are. Like, like let them protest loudly because if that's a Nazi bar, I don't want to be accidentally walking by it, you know, because he says I'm Jewish. I don't want to accidentally walk by that bar. I want to know where they are. So I'm really kind of glad that these guys are as loud and obnoxious as they are in ways that I know not to ride by and get a flat tire in front of that church Mm -hmm. and go in thinking, by the grace you're saved and we help the poor and we do all this and, and you know lose my life 
But I think the hate has to boil up in order. Same with the political nonsense has to boil up so that people start being able to see how how much they've been given these beautiful minds to think on their own, to question those things that don't feel right to you. I've sat in in religious in, in churches where some of what's said feels right and other stuff doesn't. Right. When something doesn't feel right, then question that. Yeah. Question that. Yeah. Find your alignment with, you know, because what is it? We've come to have life and life abundantly. And, 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 and if we're all supposed to have those fruits of the spirit, how do we do that? We have to practice that. We've got to practice getting in our own heads and find out where we may have diseased roots in our tree. When I was in active addiction, my life was nothing but a diseased tree. And I couldn't bear any fruit out, out of that, those mindsets and that, that hate and that belief system because I hated my, my abusers. And I know how bad that hate feels. And these men can think that, that they're living right but I would ask them, how does that hate feel yeah. inside of you? Well, and any time that you see anything dishonest, mm-hmm. right, is where I sort of like fall away. Yes. Let me show you another video here real quick. Oh, good. I'll, I'll put it this way. Any man who would have sex with another man would have sex with an animal. That is true. You don't find two male dogs or two male lions, two male, two male, um, Two male impalas, two male cats, even lizards, two male elephants, two male. There's nothing like that in nature. It's unnatural. Again, anytime that I see, you know, something, especially with these types of people, you know, that that force their stuff out there so hard that they're speaking the truth. Everything's the truth. We got two lies that were told within those two separate people. You know, number one is that, yes, about 95 percent of the animals are bisexual. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's a huge yep. uh, reality in animal kingdom. Yep. Um, and then the statement by that guy, that guy that, um, you know, anybody that would have sex with another man would have sex with an animal. Really? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I know. That's really? Prove, prove that. See, these, this goes back to all of the things that you know, the struggles that I have, of course, even with politics and stuff is, you know, so many things are said, but there's nothing proven. Absolutely. Prove that. You know, I mean, I can say, I can say anything, you know, but if I got nothing to back it up, then it's not going to mean anything. Absolutely. And I think that's it. What we see with, with, especially that guy is that let's say 98% of all that he talks about is, from personal opinion. And then he comes around and he's got this one or two Bible verses that he'll say, but see, I'm telling the truth on all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it could be the other way around. A person that would have sex with an animal would probably have sex with another man or a woman or, or pretty much whatever, because they've got an issue. We've got Absolutely. a sexual issue happening. Absolutely. Here. We've got some, you know, mental health stuff going on. Right. But for that guy, you know, I got to say, it kind of goes back to, to maybe what we might have discovered. because he, he may like to have sex with animals. He is very <laughs> adamant. It's one or the two. One or the two. But he's making 
This seems very personal for him, Eric. This seems very, very yeah. personal for him. Yeah, he, he knows he knows too much. You know? He knows a lot. He knows <laughs> about a what lot. What he's talking about? Yes, he does. He knows <laughs> a lot, and he's thought on this a lot to be able to take all the letters and and make such a snazzy punchline out of them. I mean, he has been. He spends a lot of time with this. This is a lot of time in his life. Eats up a lot. Yes, absolutely. Oh, poor yeah. guy. It's crazy. It's it's really, you know, the thing that that is scarier though is his his people that follow him. Absolutely, you know, the people that are in the because he plays them like they're stupid. I mean, that's Absolutely. literally what he's doing. Is that that's what he's doing? You know, either either he's crazy or stupid, mm-hmm. right? And preaches this, um, or he wants to, he wants to make sure that all of his his practitioners, what do we call them, <laughs> are stupid also absolutely because you can't pay you can't tell people something unless you know that they're going to believe it well and if you sell it in fear and what's the one way to sell something in fear bring up somebody's children yes bring up that this if you don't believe this this is going to happen to your children yes i mean that's what that's what hitler did right absolutely hitler said that you know we either annihilate the jews or the Jews are going to annihilate us. And I think about how many of those people that, you know, began to, to, to buy that rhetoric and walk, they thought they were truly fighting a war that they believed in based on this information. And at some point, when does it not feel right to you? Mm -hmm. And and many times, most of us know this because this is what I know about the God that I believe in is, is, is what you stand against so firmly will touch your life in some type of way. Um, I, in fact, know a pastor right now that used to, um, every time I would come to his church, as soon as I would walk in, whatever he had prepared for the entire week, that sermon was out the window. This is a new sermon about the hell and fire and brimstone of you know, of homosexuality. Well, just within the last year, his only son has come out to him as gay. Hmm. Now, now all of a sudden he's changed his tune. He's, he has come to see this from another perspective and, 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 and that's how we grow. That's how we grow. And I see the divine in moments like that, where we grow in love not, I don't find the divine when somebody's feeding me hate and growing me in hate. That doesn't feel divine, but this does. Well, a lot of people argue, you know, like the first, the, you know, in the Ten Commandments, right? Thou shalt mm-hmm. not kill. They actually mm-hmm. really believe that translation was thou shalt not murder, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, if you do go to Leviticus, it does say put people to death. So if you are killing, you know, obviously then, because that, that could te- technically be a contradiction within the Bible, right? You know? So the, I guess they were saying like the original language, right? But then you come to, you know, again, back to the Jesus statement, right? He's referring to the commandments, right? Because you have heard thou shalt not, whether it's mm-hmm. kill or murder, um, if you have been in anger or rage, then you have murdered. Absolutely. Right? So by that context, how many people has this pastor murdered? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And the and, scarier and his family that's going to be 
committing murder. Absolutely. You know? And the, the people that are sitting in his church are committing murder. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he's creating this whole line of murders. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's crazy if you think about it. It is. It's very crazy. And and sometimes I get confused at why people don't see this. You know, I think it's just because they get caught in there. It's again, you know, we are our, our world. We keep around us what makes us feel comfortable in our box and our label. So these probably people are are commingling with each other. So they're not even getting any type of outside perspective. And as soon as anything comes across their airways, I would venture to say these are probably small areas, more than likely rural areas where people may not have, you know, access to as much technology. And if they do, they're already so scared to death, they don't buy into it because he's got, he's got to come back for every one of their you know, their eye openers. He's got to come back to shut it down. You can believe that because if not, he loses his sheep. He loses who he is. He loses his self-worth, his self-esteem, his purpose. If these people now start to not believe what he's, what he's selling. So he's got to keep this lie going. Like there's, you know, he's got to keep going down this thing. You know, the, and the other thing that there is, and I don't remember exactly where this is in the Bible, but it does say that, you know, it does talk about that you do not judge people that are not a part of your church, mm. you know, that there is more judgment that you can give to the people within your church. Mm. But that's See, not what these people are doing. No, you know, because no. obviously they're not allowed to have opinions. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not allowed to to question anything or, or you know, I think this is a the true tale to to a, a lot of things that we buy into is when you can question your leader or, or who's, who's giving you this, question them, see what they can answer for you. You know, really see what they can answer for you. Because a lot of times it'll just be skating backwards or, you know, or, or, move, or deflecting from that question. They can't answer you something that they're building out of a different human need. Yep. You know, humans are, we are complex you know, animals, we are complex beings and, and we're made this way. And one thing I think is the most beautiful about the Bible, I think it's left. So with so many different confusing, a few different conflicting things in there and all of this different stuff so that we can find, come to God on our own in, in ways that, that feel right to us. I think that that's what it's all about, to, in my opinion, in my heart. That's what I feel that it's all about, is helping us question the things that don't feel right, you know, commit to the things that do, and in all things, seek the God that we believe is God first, you know. That's just my take on it. You know, here's another, here's another uh, thought. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about this, that and in truth and reality, right, gay people, right, can potentially keep population down. Well, right. If we're talking I mean, about think about think about this. If every single person that was ever born on this planet had kids, you know how many people we'd have on this planet? Absolutely. We I mean, we'd have way more than we'd want, you know. All these Absolutely. people that, that, you know, are fighting against, you know, homosexuality. And I'm sure they would really bitch if we had freaking, 
you know, 18 more million people in the United States, 50 million more, you know, who knows, you know, (laughs) who knows, who knows, who knows knows what the divine reason for all of it is, man. That may be be one of the reasons. It very well could be. I mean, we got to admit, we know that, that homosexuality, transgenderism, I don't even know what I'm saying that right, but it's been around for, you know, as long as people have been alive. And so a lot more hidden, a lot more hidden in the past, a lot more hidden as you know, we've made great strides in not getting murdered and, 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 and hunted. Um, Oh, I will send you something for our next discussion that that I think you will enjoy. Um, But we're getting to a place where it almost seems like there's more of us. Well, maybe we need that because we need maybe. less people. <laughs> we do. I mean, instead of right, instead of signing the, the three child policy, you can just sign the homosexual policy. There you go. There you I'll go. just do this, you yep. know? Yep. So, you know, life is funny, man. Life is so wild. <laughs> and so are people, bro. <laughs> people are amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> so I want to, I want to uh, sort of end with one more video of this guy. Oh, good. Uh, he um, is explaining why he's here on Earth. Oh, gosh. Good. I can't wait to hear this. We'll never stop. I don't care what the cost is. I will never stop preaching the Bible. I don't believe he ever started really preaching the Bible. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Because you know what would be really, what would be really, I actually would love to go sit in his church, you know, for, for, for his, uh, for a a sermon. Yeah. And to to see see what all does he teach? Yeah. I mean, to me, all I can find is hate, you know, that's all that I've Um, gotten so far, but um, I would be very curious. Does he teach love? Yeah, I think it would be interesting. I think that, you know, I think that it would be interesting to see and hear how in his context he would even teach about love if he even does. I mean, at some point, people have to know enough about other people and other churches and other belief systems to know that that part's in there. Yeah. Um, You need to go. You need to go to Tennessee um, because that's closer to you. Um, it is to see, uh, and then I'll go to Arizona, which is the state next door to me, to see that guy. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> we'll show up. I be- have a feeling that when this comes out, at some point, they're going to realize that we have built this show with them. I, I, I just wonder if they're going to. I'm going to make sure that their name is, um, you know, definitely on this with their church name. So people can look it up on, you know, Google, um, because I would love to get a risk. I would love to have them on the show. Oh my gosh. I think that it would be outstanding. That is actually what I want to say is I want to invite those, um, on our show and, um, really explain because we need to understand. Absolutely. That's the point. Of, of, of all of it. The thing is to walk a mile in someone else's shoes is to honestly understand what life is like. I would love to know their histories. I, I would love yeah. to know all of that. Like, cause it's us, it's even us saying I'll walk a mile in your shoes. Absolutely. And that that's the whole point is let me walk a mile in your shoes. Let me try to understand you yep. so that now we're understanding each other. Yep. That would be, that would be amazing. I think, I think so too. I think so too. 
I should send a message. I may, I maybe I'll, I'll uh, send a message to the church with a link to the site or to the show. Yeah. Without a doubt. And see if we can get a response back. Yeah. And not for, and to be quite sure and positive that it's not for ridicule and it's not for, for any of those things, man. I really like it intrigues me. You and I are both students of the mind and human behavior. We are both students of humanity. Oh no, it fascinates me. It fascinates. I mean, me these guys, um, they do really, cause I, cause yeah, like what you said, you know, it'd be interesting to understand like how, what was their upbringing? Like, what did they, yeah. learn? you know, who right. taught them? Right. Because there has to have been something beyond them just coming up with this shit in their head. I think so too. Um, it had to have been a taught, passed down reality. I mean, that's the only way I can see that anybody would really fall um, in such a hate like that. Yeah, because that's you know, and, deep. The, and what's really interesting though is that guy in Tennessee. He he is a uh, um, well, he he was a police officer, and when he these videos came out, um, mm. he was put on suspension because. Oh. You know, I mean, what happens if he goes to arrest a gay person? Absolutely. Uh, does he kill him? <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, I th- it sounds to me like he feels he has the right to. Well, not well, not him. Well, no, he's the, the one judges. that actually said, no, it's the police officer's job. Take him to jail. The judges, the judges are the one that are to condemn right. them to death. Right. And he also said not the Christians, too. So I wonder if that escapes him from having to get his hands dirty on. Well, but he, if he was a police officer, though, he's a police officer and a Christian though. Yeah. So that was kind well, of got himself him being, out of there. Him being the police officer, which is, it really is interesting when he said that it is not the Christian's job. Yeah. So I'm yeah. passing this off for somebody else to go to hell. <laughs> yeah. 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 Passing this off for someone else to definitely get their hands dirty on this one. Yeah. How I would deliver the calf. How crazy I, yeah. is that? It is, man. It, it's because scary. what he's saying, though, is that if he's using Leviticus, right, which was technically a message to the Israelites, right, but if he's utilizing that as the reason for Christians pushing them away, then why would it not be the Christian's job? Right. That 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 was all that I gathered. Why would it not be the Christian's job? The Christian is standing up and saying, this is what it is. Why then would it not be my job? They need to die. I ain't going to do it though. Not me. Not (laughs) Not us. Not us, man. Not us. Because we love. Remember, we love. By grace. You need to kill them. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We'll deliver them up. (laughs) You kill them. (laughs) You know, it's funny. What's funny is the, um, I was thinking about, you know, with the, those churches are not allowed to have gay people in there. I wonder how many gay people belong to their church. I was going to say, I, 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 I would feel sure there's not a big line of folks, you know, applying. No, but there's got to be one. There's got to you know be. There is. You know, you know there is. There's unless, more unless it's a really tiny little church, you know. Probably is. But I guarantee you there's yeah. still somebody in there. One of the saddest parts, though, is there's somebody in there desperately hiding this secret yeah. praying nobody knows and praying that god will take it away but in all their belief and earnestness it's not going anywhere right so maybe that's when we kind of gotta understand that we were divinely created for our own purpose yeah. each one here yeah. and 
Yeah, because I, I know that's a big battle in a lot of people's hearts and minds, especially when we talk about the Southern LGBTQ population, because this happens so much in, in the Bible. Oh, you mean, let, you mean let God burn them quickly? No, no, no. <laughs> that's Dude, I will never forget this in my whole life. <laughs> that, that, the fact that that guy's number one joke made it on the internet is it is, is amazing. Amazing. So we do put this invite out yep. to, uh, to those pastors um, to uh, come on our show. We can obviously do Zoom. You don't have to travel anywhere. That's beautiful. Yeah, please uh, don't. <laughs> Zoom today. Yeah. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> <laughs> our lives may be threatened. You know, right? Uh, you never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, that, unfortunately, was the thing that was said to me by... Um, um, someone that was working with me quite a quite a while ago when I first started, you know, openly doing this, is they said, "Well, you know, you you may you may get death for threats, and and you need to talk to your family, and you need not let your location be known, and you need to do all of these things." And then I thought, "Geez, man, we're really still here. Yeah. We're really still here in 2021." Yeah, I'd be good. I mean, I'd be safe. You know, I mean, I'm married to. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, yeah, you got it. You uh, got it all. Yeah. <laughs> Me, on the other hand. <laughs> Absolutely. But I got a but, pretty but, wife, so bring it on. But the reality is, is that you're my friend. So I'm I'm Absolutely. I'm uh, guilty by association, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. You just watch it. Watch it. Watch exactly. it, man. <laughs> now, I live in California, door. of course. So we're a little bit more liberal out here. We want to walk a mile in your shoes. That's right. Love you to walk a mile in our shoes. That way we can we can understand and you can understand. Absolutely, absolutely. And and that subject matter is open up to to all people that you know feel you know like they're not understood and whatever. Reach out with what your story is. Um, you know, if you, you know, feel it misunderstood, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. Doesn't which, you matter. know, if you're, I mean, it, it really doesn't. You know, if you're it truly doesn't members of hate groups that you know, want to share their story and share their message. We'd love to walk a mile in your shoes. Absolutely. Um, to, uh, to try to understand that. I mean, to me, that's, that's what this is about. That's how we grow, man. That's how we all grow. That's how we grow. We understand one each other, you know, one another, not here to promote or, you know, or hate or ridicule. We really, 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 if I can't say that enough, the heart is in this place of, that's how we bring humanity back to being human or maybe to be inhuman for the first time ever mm-hmm. is to try to walk a mile in each other's shoes and understand one another. Yep. It's powerful. That's what we're here for. It is. It's very powerful. It is. All right, well, Hey, let's go ahead and end this. I want to thank everybody for watching this. That's right. Everyone. Thank and, you. Uh, and uh, so we hope to get a, yeah, definitely communicate with us. Um, you can always find me. My email is emccoy, E-M-C-C-O-Y, at highwallclean.org. Yeah. Love that. Well, hi. <laughs> Doing it clean, baby. Yep. Check out my other <laughs> podcast, High Wall Clean. Um, and, uh, and then uh, um, check That's out right. Your- That's right. You can reach me at riseuprecovery3 at gmail.com and catch my other podcast, Recovery Soul Food, on YouTube. And also the Transgender mentor which is a new sunday series on that youtube channel with my good friend pamela topgian where we are talking about again understanding love trans health 
trans families, things that are happening in the world of being transgender, transitioning, and people who just want to understand more. So that's where we are, man. Yeah, I may pop in on your show again sometime. Hey, come on. Come <laughs> on, man. It's always fun having you. Always. But, okay. uh, but again, thank you, everybody. And, uh, and we will see you soon um, on uh, another episode of Walk a Mile, Walk in, my a mile in My Shoes. Walk a Mile in My Shoes.